You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 52. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So if you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about the top eight weight loss and eating concepts that you need to succeed that we covered this past year. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Let's dive right in. As many of you may realize, episode 52, this is our one-year anniversary together. It's been fun doing the podcast, researching the podcast. Definitely, it's been fun getting to know you, my listener, and working with you here and working with some of you one-on-one. It's been fun for me to read your letters and your lovely reviews. What I want to offer you today is a coaching session that will review some of the things you've learned this past year. So I think you should grab a pen and paper because I'm going to be referencing some past podcasts that you might want to go back and listen to. There were a lot of concepts that we talked about in the past 51 episodes. I know that's a lot of information and it can feel overwhelming sometimes if you don't know where to begin. So what I'd like to talk you through today is just the big picture, the big overall picture of how to do this, how to change your eating, how to change your weight, how to get rid of that emotional eating habit, and a little bit about how to get rid of the binge habit. So let's just go right to it with the top eight concepts that you've learned from me this year. And the number one concept is to learn how to clear your path of all the past mistakes you've made so that you can move on and make progress on permanent changes in this land of eating and weight. Many of these ideas from this concept number one, Clear Your Path, were covered in episode two. So you might want to go back and listen to that one again. And episode two is called Let's Clear Your Path to Weight Loss Success. So if you have time, probably it's only about 20 minutes, might want to listen to that very basic one. All the reasons you weren't successful up to this point were and are also covered very thoroughly in my book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. So don't forget that you can grab a free copy in the show notes today and every day. So please do that because if this is one of the main concepts, I don't want you to skip it. But here are some of the things you need to do to clean up the past so you can move forward. Often when you try to change, you don't have a really good specific reason of why you want to change other than the fact that wanting to change has been your habit for a very long time. So one of the first and most important ways to clear your path is to create a really compelling why using a couple of the worksheets I've shared like creating your end game or the miracle question. When things are challenging, you're going to need a really good reason about why you want to pull yourself forward 
and why you want to do this. And that reason is what will give you your own personal motivation to change. You also need to take a look at your patterns. Remember your patterns are the things that you do over and over again that have given you the results that you have right now. And you'll need to learn not to take falling down as a sign that you should stop. It's just a sign that you need to strengthen a particular area. There are actually 30 things that I show you how to take care of to move forward in the book. So take a look and start doing some of the worksheets. They're very, very short. The next concept, concept number two of what you've learned in these coaching sessions after learning how to clear your path is learning how to connect with your body. And although we, of course, talk about this in many episodes, you want to go back to episode three and episode six. Episode three was how to eat like a naturally slim woman. And episode six was when to start eating and when to stop, how to know how to do that. When I talk about connecting with your body, I'm talking about relearning what you naturally knew as a child, as a baby, how to eat when to eat, and how and why to move your body, not in a painful way, not in a way where you're forcing yourself to do it, how to eat when you're a little bit hungry, and how to stop when you're a little bit full. So the goal is to not use food emotionally and to not act on urges to binge, to use the feedback from your stomach to know when you're a little hungry, eat, When you're a little full, stop. Remember, I want you to think that this is all a part of self-care and learning how to feel good without resenting what you're doing, letting your body be in charge of your eating. The hunger scale that we use is a physical gauge of hunger from minus 10 to plus 10. And your goal was to eat and still is to eat from a minus two, little hungry, to a plus two, lightly satiated. And this scale is very different for all people. Everyone feels it and experiences it differently in their body. So be patient with yourself. As you get good at this with practice, it will become effortless. Don't let yourself get too hungry, like a minus five or six or beyond, because it will be very challenging to stop at a two. So this was one important concept that you learned that was woven throughout everything that came after it. Now on to concept number three, coaching concept number three is learning how to challenge your thoughts. This is another big one. And we talked about it many times after this, but one of the best introductions to this topic is in episode number seven, managing your mind to end your emotional eating. And also in episode number 13, understanding and ending your emotional eating. We learned how your mind works and how your thoughts are created and how your feelings are created and how they all work together to determine what you do, when you eat, when you stop. And especially this is important for you if you're an emotional eater, like most of us have learned to be. This is how life works, whether we're conscious of it or not. Something happens in the world, a circumstance, we have a thought about it, and then that thought creates a feeling, 
And then we take an action or don't take an action based on the way we feel. And all of that leads to a result. We walk around reacting to what we think, but you have a choice at any point in that process. Any eating struggles are connected to what you do, which is tied to how you feel, which is tied to what you're thinking. So to change anything in your life, you need to go backwards and focus on your thoughts. You may think that your circumstances cause your emotions, but it's always your thoughts about those circumstances that cause your feelings and create your actions. And if your thoughts were a fact, then everyone else in the world would think the same thing. And there's a big difference between our thoughts and the event because our thoughts are subjective. And the event that happens in the world that we're thinking about, that's objective. That's So the way that you think is the way that you see the world. You have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day, and you don't pay attention to most of them. But we all have our favorite go-to thoughts, and they create the kind of life that we have, kind of day that we have, the kind of mood that you're in. So go back and listen, because I teach you how to be in charge of your moods. And that means to be able to be in charge of your eating. Concept number four. One of the really big ones, again, was how to check your habits, your eating habits. When you think about your habits, I want you to think about where you are now, what you want, and what habits keep you from getting there and hold you back. Your habits relate to your eating and everything else you do. And in order to change your pattern of eating and how you do things, the first step is to become aware of what you're doing. A habit's just a routine or a behavior that you do, or it could even be a habit of something you think. And it's hard to give up because you do it repeatedly and it becomes very automatic. And you may think it happens unconsciously. Our goal is to make the unconscious conscious. And I want you to create good habits so that what you're trying to get yourself to do becomes effortless. When something is a habit, it doesn't take a lot of effort. When you try to do something new at first, it feels really hard, but with practice, it becomes easy and effortless. Now, you may be painfully aware of the results of your habits, but I would guess that you're not as much aware of the habit itself, or maybe you do it and you tell yourself that you're powerless to stop. So all the actions you take are within your control, but doing something that you've practiced differently is going to feel uncomfortable. So go back and listen to episode 11 and start thinking about what habits you have. Are they taking you where you want to go or not? Now on to the fifth concept, the important concept of this past year that we covered, which included working on Project U, conquering perfectionism, determining what you focus on. These coaching sessions helped you to think about your eating and your weight by looking at it less emotionally, kind of like a project that you're working on. And we called this working on Project U. I want you to look at the whole thing that we're working on together, all the different aspects of eating, 
and weights and your behavior and the number on the scale to put the whole thing together and look at it as working on Project U rather than just a goal, especially rather than just a number goal, because looking at it as a project truly will help you succeed. With eating goals, you're just not happy unless or until you get to that number. But when you work on a project like Project U, you work on it continuously and consistently so you can feel good all the way through. You're involved on a daily basis. And if you feel good during the process, not just at the end, you can make peace with where you are, you can have self-compassion, and you can do what you need to do. If you just look at what you're trying to do as an eating goal, you might end up being judgmental, beating yourself up, being a perfectionist, being kind of negative or trying to be really good. And any mistakes are going to make you feel like that's it. That's the end. You'll blame the plan. You won't trust yourself. You might look at it as a fast, easy fix like a diet. But if you can turn this around and look at it as Project U, then you'll be more neutral. You'll be less dramatic. You'll be less emotional. And you will learn to accept imperfect choices. You will learn to take full responsibility for what you're doing. You learn to get support when you need it and make a big commitment and trust yourself and see it as a challenge that there's no running away from. You may expect it to be hard and that is good. And the important thing to remember from this concept, as with all projects in your life, there is no need and no benefit to approach them from a really big emotional place. Our next concept that you learned this past year, concept number six, was all about how to cherish yourself. Now in my program, I'm just calling that love. Eat, think, and love. So love is all about cherishing yourself, loving yourself, taking care of yourself. And we talked a lot about how to do this and what it means in episode nine, how to care for yourself so that you can do the right thing. And episode 17, what self-care actually means. What it is, why we need it, why it's hard for us to give to ourselves, what it looks like for you. Self-care is actually treating yourself like a truly valued friend. What would you do to make this friend feel good and give her what she needs? I want you to learn how to treat yourself and look at yourself as you would a valued friend or family member. This might be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, in connection with other people. I want you to learn to fill your own cup first so you have more to bring to the world and the people in your life. You may feel and think that self-care is meant for others, but you need to take care of yourself. You need to replenish what you give away to others. When you care for others at home or at work, you get depleted, so you have to renew. Also, you may learn then, if you don't care for yourself, you may learn to comfort yourself with food, which turns into emotional eating. I want you to learn to comfort yourself in non-food ways. You need to regroup when life is challenging. Self-care might mean turning down things 
turning everything off, focusing on you. It's your job as an adult. The more you give to yourself, the deeper your well is. If you're depleted, it's really hard to work on yourself. So I want you to nourish yourself with so many other things that food becomes just food. Now, that was concept number six. Let's talk about concept number seven of the top eight. And concept number seven does not come from a particular podcast, but it's an overall view that I want you to have towards everything that you've been learning in your coaching sessions. And that is learning how to create your own toolkit. What I want you to get from this concept is that all the other things we just talked about, all the other concepts become ways to think, ways to live, and ways to solve problems. You learn them, right? You practice them. And when you slip and fall down, you go back and you see what area it was that caused you to fall down. And then you pull out your toolkit and you fix it. That's it. You get back up. So you know how to understand why you've had eating issues in the first place. You know how to eat from hunger and stop when your body has had enough. And you understand your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, your moods, and you now have the ability to know what it takes to deal with your thinking and to deal with your moods. You also know how to deal with your focus, your perspective, with overwhelm, and with that perfectionism. And you know how to take care of yourself. So if you aren't doing well or feeling good, and you determine that your self-care is lagging, you will know that that's the area you need to dive into, pull out that toolkit, go back and listen to that particular episode, and take care of it. And that, creating a toolkit, is number seven of the eight big concepts you learned this year. And number eight, the last one, how to truly banish your urges to binge. This was talked about in episode eight, which was an interview with Katherine Hansen. Thanks to some concepts I learned from my friend and colleague, Katherine, we all learned about how our brains work and how our brains form habits. And binging is one of the many eating habits that you can definitely learn to eliminate. Remember in episode eight, where we talked about where the urges come from and how meaningless they are. They're just brain pathways that your lower brain thought you needed and created for you, and then you practice them. But as you know, you definitely do not need or want those pathways. And you also learn that the way to get rid of those urges is to just see them for what they are, know that they don't mean anything, and stop reacting to them. Don't get upset. You've learned and are hopefully practicing now how to dismiss those urges how to not act on them. And by doing this, they will wither away and those pathways in your brain will fade. And those concepts can definitely be applied to binge eating, emotional eating, just habitual overeating, any habit of thinking, feeling, or doing that you do. We can look at the brain and how it works and apply those concepts to it. Now that's it for your coaching review session today. Some of the main concepts that we covered in 2016. I hope that if you need help, you go back and listen to the episodes that I mentioned. It has been a great year and there is more to come. More subjects for our coaching sessions 
And I'm going to go in on an even deeper level on everything we've covered so far. I have a lot planned for you. So be sure to stop by the show notes and sign up to be on my mailing list where you'll be able to get a downloadable copy of the book. Don't forget about that. And so that you can learn about all the things I have coming up for you in this new year. I have some great free webinars and group coaching calls planned, and I would love to be on a call with you. And you can learn about my emotional leading group, the Freedom Group, and also learn when Catherine and I will do a new session of the Brain Over Binge Group. Thank you for a wonderful year, for being a listener, for supporting me in this podcast venture. I hope to see you back next week, where we'll continue to work on your emotional eating and binge eating step by step until they both become something you used to do. That is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, remember to keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.